Coming to you live from the This Team Sucks Ass Studios, it is the Believe in the Southside Boys. I am Steve-O. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Drunk Shy Sox Fan, uh, and I will be at that Drunk Shy Sox Fan very soon for the rest of the season. And joining me is... And I am Carrie. You can find me on Twitter at that baseball fan. Um, and yes, I really liked how you opened that. Um, this team stinks. Uh, stinks yeah. is an understatement. They they stunk most a... of the year. They fucking blow right now, Carrie. It, it's, it's it's horrendous. It's it's not even horrendous. It's just not fun right now. A thousand percent. So for those of you that are listening, thank you for joining us. Um, Make sure you go and subscribe to us, uh, not just on your favorite podcast platform, but on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and we're on YouTube live with every single episode that we have, including an exclusive episode that we did on our last one that was not uh, posted over the podcast airwaves. So make sure you go (laughs) back and listen to that one. Uh, We'll call it exclusive, but in all honesty... I may have just forgotten to uh, drop it on the podcast waves. So go and listen to it if you're curious to know how we felt about the Texas series. So, Carrie, uh, how are you feeling outside of this team? Because I know, just like Spag in the comments here, we all feel dead about the White Sox. Um, I think I've, you know, I've said multiple times, you know, and I, uh, I keep on saying, I'm out, I'm done, right? I'm done. But I keep coming back, right? I think... After this week, it could be the actual okay. They're not, they're not even a thought to watch for that night, right? Like right now, I, I'm watching every day, but like this team is dead. This team is done. I think after Houston, it's gonna be out of reach, and um, then we can all be out of our misery, right? <laughs> we can all yeah, be put out of our misery. Yeah, a thousand percent. I'm really hoping that's the case, man. Like. It's just absolutely ridiculous um, how much I've held on for this team and how much I was hoping they were going to get their shit together. And guess what? They they haven't yet. And it I don't know if it's too late. It's you know? coming. I I love that. I love that after after like just a wait for everybody to it. get just get you know wait for everybody to get healthy. Wait for this guy to turn it around. Wait for wait that for the guy schedule to, to get around. easier. Wait for this. Wait for wait that. for to, wait for Tony's late season heroics like he did in St. Louis a couple mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. You know none of that. Right. Yeah. Next week is the funeral. That's what I was yeah. just saying. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred thousand. Sure feels percent. that way. So yeah, and it and this team gives you that that quick feeling. Uh, of of instant gratification like it's like okay they might be back like they might fucking be back <laughs> no of course not right it's yeah i've never done heroin before but spag says it might be like a heroin feeling so yeah and that one's always great just to oh because um yeah. but yeah so steve today we're gonna talk a little bit about this brutal series against the royals right yep and then we'll go into um, <clears throat> probably the last hope they have for anything this season against Detroit, uh, which could go either way. Um, and if it goes one way, then uh, Sox Twitter and White Sox fans are going to be in full meltdown mode. And then Steve, I, I really like, you know, in our notes here, what you came up with to wrap up the show. Um, you know, just talking about some people that we're, we're not happy with in the White Sox organization. So um, <clears throat> Steve, let's talk about game one. 
Yeah. Um, and thank you, you for know, the rundown of the agenda. So I, I make sure I don't ramble too much today. Um, <laughs> no worries. Jesus. Um, yeah, let's start with game one. It was a uh, game one and game two were double header uh, against the Kansas City Royals on the road. Game one was a loss and Lance Lynn was on the mound. He took the L giving up four earned runs off of uh, two bombs. Um, both of the pitches were the same pitch, and I don't even know what to call that pitch. It's like a 90-mile-an-hour off-speed pitch that Lance Lynn served up not once but twice. Uh, once was down and in in the zone, which is not a place where you miss with off-speed stuff, and um, the other was down the bick. So, I, Jesus, Lance Lynn. Uh Fat is all I got to say. <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, he's definitely throwing cutters that are going 90 miles per hour. And if you're throwing cutters in especially, just like Spag said here, you know, it, it's throwing a cutter. If you're throwing a cutter that's low 90s, um, you better make sure that it is um, at, pitched at the right time and placed in the right place. Um, yep. He's not doing either of those. Um, so it is it is a big problem. Um and we have them for what one more year, two more years. So um, it's not like Lance is going anywhere. Not like that contract's going anywhere. Um, exactly, Jim. Um, so it, it was definitely a problem. That game was horrendous. I actually caught that game a little bit. Um, Harrison looked very good, right? That that home run he hit, uh, only to be benched game two of the same day. Um, you know, let Larry Garcia play. Uh, you know. We'll talk about Leary, too, with that. He actually got hurt in game two, so we'll talk about that here in a second. But um, nothing made sense that first game. Uh, Lancelin was horrible. Hitting, they, I mean, they scored two runs against the Kansas City Royals. So um, just a dog shit performance by a, a dog shit offense and team. So yep, game one was uh, not the best. No, it was absolutely not great considering the White Sox, once again, only put up two runs. You can't put up two runs and win a ball game, and we'll get to that later as well as we run down the rest of the games. Uh, Game two, they pulled off a win because they scored three runs. Um, Lenin Sosa got his his start uh, in the majors and got his first homer. Um, I'm not going to say anything about him being up other than it just goes to show the White Sox have zero infield depth. And I'm going to bitch a little bit more about that later. Yeah. Well, and this, this is what I was going to talk about too, is you have Lennon Sosa who hit a home run in game two, right? Josh Harrison hits a game, uh home run in game one, right? Larry Garcia gets a start in both games and doesn't get a hit. I don't think in any single one of those games. So, you know, I hate to say this and I really hate to say this, but like the only way you can take away Larry Garcia from this crypt keeper, this geriatric fuck, Tony La Russa, is if 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 he gets released, DFA'd, or if he gets hurt. And I I hate to say that because you know it's Larry, I mean it's still Larry Garcia, he's still whatever. I don't want to see any players get hurt, but like now we might actually see Lennon Sosa on a regular basis, which you might as well do in the White Sox situation because the the season's done, right? So, um, you know, it, it just none of it makes sense. And then it just goes to show you that, like, you know, Harrison goes deep, Sosa goes deep, but Garcia still plays, and it's just there's there's no 
plan at all. They're, they, they're not prepared for games at all. And it's so evident every single game. Absolutely. No, you said it well. And, and Spag out here talking about the guys who are underperforming like Mankata, Grandal, Lynn, veterans that and Moncada's not quite at that veteran status but two veterans that you thought you could count on after last season and uh another guy who you know was very underrated last year I'll be honest when you look at the stat line and has just completely regressed and not to mention Tony we'll get to that too later um so game three oh it it will be worth your time later when I'm fucking <laughs> flipping my lid. Uh, game three, the White Sox get blown out by Kansas City eight to three in a late inning loss. Um, I'm going to blame first and foremost our guy in Kansas City, Adam KC, mm-hmm. who was at the game, cursed him. That's his fault. For fucking sure. Adam. Game three's um, on Adam. Yeah, not a good look. Um, brought the kids. Yeah, come on, man. Poor kids. Um, <laughs> I, suffer. I, I exactly suffering not only with no. I'm kidding. Adam's a great dad, but yeah. um, watching this baseball club. So let me just run through a few of the stat lines from that game. Individual stat lines. Eloy, 0 for four, no walks. Andrew Vaughn, 0 for three with a walk. Yoan, 0 for three with a walk. Cueto had a very ugly performance when you look at the stat line, but mm-hmm. somehow it was still a quality start. And they sure couldn't does. scratch out a fucking win, mm-hmm. okay? Fucking hot take Tommy's guy, Jake Diekman, giving up the go-ahead run. And then the wheels just absolutely falling off of Jimmy Lambert. Um, what do we think about Jimmy Lambert? <laughs> Did we see his true colors? I think Jimmy Lambert's been a pretty good pitcher. I haven't looked at a Savant page yet to see really if there are any, any, any like underlying numbers that are kind of like he's exceeding the expectations, Johnny Cueto, um, you know, stuff like that. But he's been pretty decent. Um, every guy's going to have a couple bad games, right? Um, I'm not I'm not giving up on the Jimmy Lambert bullpen experience yet because he's been pretty decent. You've seen guys like Ronaldo Lopez who've turned into a decent bullpen arm. So, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely didn't give the White Sox any chance to win after that, though. Um, And yeah, you're going to have games that you get blown out. But when it's against the Kansas City Royals and you're looking to win a series against them, it's not pretty. Right. Mm -mm. So, um, yeah, I mean, Spag said he went 12 innings without giving up a run. Um, So, yeah, I guess it happens. But. Against an offense like Kansas City, I mean, it wasn't even a white flag move. It was like a, hey, we're down one, hold us, you know, keep us in this. And he couldn't do it. So a little disappointing there. Um, I'm just more disappointed with the offense that game. Again, three runs. They took an early lead and they couldn't hold it. Um, and poor defense by Moncada, too, um, also didn't help uh, in, in that third game. So, mm-hmm. Oh geez, yeah, and and you know, game three showed there's there's zero approach from any of the hitters, which leads us into what today, right? Um, yeah, today was ugly. Today was very very ugly, and 
it showed there's zero fucking approach for any of these hitters on this team. Not there's not one person, all right, that that has any approach. Maybe Grandal because he he always does look for the walk, but like, what what's what's the plan here? What is the actual goddamn fucking plan? There is. And I hate that I'm swearing so much because like that's not like you know I don't want to make it like that, but like. This is embarrassing. This is fucking embarrassing. There is zero plate of disgusting. I watched, I watched everything. It's absolutely terrible to watch. It, I mean, Jack it's Greenke not watchable. Hasn't pitched. Hasn't gotten an out in the seventh inning in over a year. And he, he's got 66 pitches. 66 through five. Through five. 66 <laughs> through five. And is mind you. Okay, we, we had run, runners. We were threatening in the seventh, right? Not even the seventh. There was bases loaded, no outs. There was man on first and third, no outs. There was a man on second, one out. There was a man on first and second with no outs. Zero goddamn runs out of any of that. Yep. I just I keep I keep going back to the White Sox had three, four, and five up, if I'm not mistaken, in that seventh, and they could not scratch out a run. It's with a runner at second. I, I there's no approach. There's no plan. There's nothing, Steve. There's nothing. Is you know what's Greek? bad. You know it's bad when you're you're. I'm in a group chat with a bunch of guys from that I grew up with. Two Cubs fans, a Yankees fan, and myself. Right? Sounds horrible. When my <laughs> when my fucking phone is getting blown up about how bad the White Sox are because they can't hit Zach fucking Granky. They couldn't hit Kyle Bubich. Like it's bad. Let alone in the middle of a day. In the middle of the day, not a night game. It's a day game, and my phone's getting blown up because the White Sox can't fucking hit anybody. Yeah, today really almost like pushed me over the edge. I'm already over the edge, but like, um, seriously, watching bases loaded, no outs, and then two strikeouts that led into like a. a was it three straight strikeouts? I think. Yeah, I think it was up or I think it was three straight strikeouts. Eloy literally struck out on the same pitch three times. I mean, it's it, these guys are very predictable. They lean on too much of their talent and not actually playing goddamn baseball. And and Steve Stone in the first inning, if you watch the game, literally described that. That's how Zach Greinke pitches against this White Sox team. All he does is says, what did he he said something on the lines of I just throw them anything and they'll swing at anything. So if I can if I can get ahead, they're out. But he but he said something about how Greeky said last year with the Astros if he was behind in the count, he could still throw them anything up there and they'll swing. And today proved that. So this team is dog shit. Their their coaching is dog shit. Frank Manichino is dog shit. Yeah. And I'm going to fucking bitch about Frank Manichino yeah. in in a minute. But I, I do have to say this. I think this team is way... I, I have a hard time just blaming the players. It's everybody. And I don't know if that's a love affair with a lot of these guys. Yes. Because personally, 2020, 2021, a lot of these guys, I bought into how good they were. Mm -hmm. And I how truly believed. I looked at, at the deeper stat lines... And outside of the narratives about Grandal and Moncada, and I said, these guys are good. 
And now Frank, I, I truly believe this. Frank Menachino, Tony Larusa, the analytics department have have driven this team into the goddamn ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, how many people put money on Luis Robert to an MVP this year because of what he did at the end of last year, right? It's so funny. Like we all bought into all this, and and, and rightfully so, we should have. Exactly. Luis, Luis, Luis Robert should Luis should be Dodgers, as good as Robert Robert. Uh, uh, fuck it. Robert should be as good as Ronald Acuna right now. Oh yeah, no, I was just. Gonna I say, truly if you put, believe that. If you put him on a different team like the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Brit, like people I know that, that's a bold that fucking statement, but it's true. But it I true. think he could be on that level. There's, they're not. There's no approach. There's, there's not enough for him to, you know, get to where his potential should be because a lot of these guys can do it off talent, but you need. You still need that team to help you, right? And the Sox just all around, they lack in everything. You know, GM especially, that guy's a fucking loser. And then you have the owner who's terrible. Oh, let's hop right into that. You are transitioning yeah. perfectly into this. So I got a, I got a final five myself today. And and because mm-hmm. this, this team has pissed me the fuck off so much, I am like avoiding videos, avoiding Sox Twitter, except to make my little quips about the game and whatnot. Jesus. I'm going to hit you with a fucking final five right now, Carrie. And I know, mm-hmm. I know you love these, especially when I fucking shout. Should I shout? <laughs> Should I shout right into the mic? No. no. I'm going to be calm. I'm, t- I'm not even hype enough to yell. Usually I yell when the White Sox win. That's a thing, right? There's yeah. no reason to yell. There's no reason to get hype. Mm-mm. Here we go. Here's, here's my five things. And it's uh, my final five. And it's not my final five because we're going to recap this upcoming series. But, or uh, pardon me, preview this upcoming series. But I'm going to hit you with it, okay? So mm-hmm. it's the top five people I'm most pissed off with in this organization. The first one, and it's no particular order. First one is Rick Hahn. Mm-hmm. Enough said, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that he spent so much fucking money on this bullpen and they can't even fucking take care of business. Ridiculous. And then on top of that, I mean, you missed on Big Fish. Second guy. Chris Getz, I know that's kind of like a that's kind of a weird one to pull no, out. No, it's not. But there's no player development, and any <laughs> guy that we've called up from our system in the last couple of years has not been worth a damn. Has not been worth keeping up. Romy like, Gonzalez, though, Chris Getz just, sold us on Romy. Yeah, Ugh. I'll tell you what. The best ones to come out of the system. Guess where they're playing? The fucking San Francisco Giants. Mm-hmm. Third one, Yoan Moncada. I've defended this guy so much, and I still love him, but Lord Almighty, he stinks this year. He absolutely reeks. You told me I should not go and grab my DH Gate Moncada jersey and go use this pocket knife that I got from one of our students last year. From confiscating it, <laughs> it's literally a student. Look at how look at how flimsy that is. Can you of see? Course, of course, of course, that's look a... at how flimsy this Walmart <laughs> pocket knife is. You told me not to cut it up, so I will not cut it up. Yeah, I know. I I try not to keep up with what my favorite Lloyd is up to. Um, point four, uh, number four. Uh, Tony Larusa. Gary's gonna lose his shit, and it's not just because of my list. Um, 
he destroyed this clubhouse mentality that the White oh, Sox yeah. have. He absolutely destroyed what what there was. And I'll be honest, I was not a big Ricky, Ricky Renteria fan, but at least he let the kids play. Mm-hmm. He carried Tony Larusa last year carried off of what that the mentality and that fun that Ricky Renteria built. He rode the wave the first half of 2021, and it all came crashing down. Over the last, what, 100 and probably 160-ish games, we have seen the effects of Tony LaRusa. Yeah. My final one is Frank Menachino. And I'll leave you to just complain about Frank Menachino, Kerry, because I know you got enough to say about him. Yeah. So, Frank Menachino um, saw a stat today. Um, from Jeremy Frank, um, also went to Stevenson, by the way. So, um, there is a stat. Okay, there's there's one, two, three, four. Now, um, five teams. Seven hundred of the five White Sox first one thousand hits this year were singles. Most recent teams to finish a season with at least seventy percent of their hits being singles were the twenty fifteen Braves, sixty seven and ninety five dog shit. And the other three teams happen to be 2015, 2016, and 2018 Marlins. All dog shit teams. Now, Steve, do you know what the significance of those three Marlins teams were? I do, but I'm going to let the, the, the mysterious, you know, let the mystery linger for a second for our listeners yeah. here and well, see what those teams might have, in, those Marlins teams might have in common. To this White Sox team, uh, Frank Minichino's the fucking hitting coach. That's what the common you know thing is here. So, literally, the only out of the only five teams to ever do this, ever, four of them will now have be coached by Frank Minichino and his QAnon loving ass. Okay, so this guy's gotta go. I don't know even know why he's still even here. You would think he'd be gone by now. I mean, the Cubs fired Chili Davis after like 10 games. Literally, I thought about that. Yeah, it's How the the White Sox have literally just tried to squeeze everything out of Frank Menachino. Literally, the Cubs, even when they were on their downfall, cut Chili Davis. Yeah, they were like, you know, they were like part ways when shit's not looking good. Exactly. And they're still... This organization's still hanging on. They're like so afraid of change. I don't know what it is. That's because of Jerry Reinsdorf. Jerry Reinsdorf doesn't like change, hence why it took him forever to get rid of Paxson and Gar. Right? And look what happens. You get rid of them, and the Bulls are a good franchise again. It makes no fucking sense that he's so afraid of, you know, changing things up from Rick Conn and Kenny Williams, who are not getting the job done. So let me go into my five. Oh, you got five Frank as well. The, Good. Oh, I got five as well. Frank the bitch was number one. I call him Frank the bitch because he's a QAnon loving asshole. Okay. I hate Frank Menachino, so he's got to go. There, there's there's nothing else. He needs to go. He needs to be gone. I, I hate to like blame it on somebody, but this whole fuck the home run, hit 300 approach, no. It's not working. Elo Jimenez, Jose Abreu, Luis Robert, they're not hitting home runs. I'm, this is in. Insane. Literally insane. So he's got to go. Um, Rick Hahn, you already talk, talked about it. Rick Hahn's a complete and utter failure. Um, did nothing in the offseason and then proceeded to do nothing in the uh, trade deadline. So 
what is he here for? Might as well have just Kenny Williams running the team still. And I'm not even like being sarcastic. Like what is Rick Hahn literally here for? If he's not doing anything two out of the three seasons, you're in your window and you had to augment your roster with nothing besides no more Mazzara, Adam Eaton and AJ fucking Pollock. So he's terrible. Tony LaRusa sucked everything fun out of this team. You could tell players hate him. Don't care what anybody says. They're, he, he, he's got to go for the players. I mean, they've all underperformed this year. Every single one of them. Um, maybe besides like Andrew Vaughn's hitting well, right? He's hitting well. Luis Roberts still hitting well, right? But they're not hitting the ball out of the ballpark. Okay. So they've now become singles hitters. And the one thing I think I'm like really upset with. And, you know, the team doesn't give a shit about the fans, and it's so evident. They do everything through their media, right? And their media treats the fans like shit. Steve Stone treats everybody like shit, right? Saying all this stuff about, you know, enjoy the ride, enjoy the ride, blah, blah, blah. Now he's backfiring against that, so you're going to go ahead and give all these White Sox fans shit for all this, all the, the whole season saying, well, just wait for it. And now you're just not tweeting and you're backing out of things. So Steve Stone, you're a you're a loser too. And Chuck Garfine calling people losers yesterday. It's just there is literally no reason to like this team, but I'm still gonna watch. So maybe I'm the loser, <laughs> you know? So Yeah, honestly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean I have season tickets, I have all that stuff. I mean Maybe I am I am the one being duped, but I just like to go. I like to see the people, and, you know, Sox Twitter is too much fun. So, you know, if, if it wasn't for that, I think I would have jumped ship by now. Yeah, ranked. thank God we've got a nice nice little community here that we, we bank off of and, and we interact with because outside of that, there would be no reason to stick around. So thank you. I mean, that's I just don't get it. <laughs> so thank you to everybody that sticks around and uh, actually – you know, listens to us, interacts with us. We appreciate it because y'all are the only reason that I'm sticking around right now. Uh, this team fucking sucks, and it's just an absolute disappointment right now. I, I know this is like fucking depression hour right now, but, mm-hmm. it, but it's reality. Yeah, uh, I got, I got, I got to get my emo boy on here, and, but <laughs> that's what this team is, has led me to because you know, hide the razor blades, really. Um, it's it's been a ride. I'll tell you that much, Steve Stone. It's been a fucking ride. Um it's like the apologies. Ride Final Destination too. Yeah. And apologies like. for all of our all of our language today, but that that's the mood we are in. <laughs> um, well, our our guy, you know what? Our guy Husky Bardo in, in, in the comments here wanted to ask what do you want to see the last fifty games out of the White Sox carry? Uh does it really matter? I mean, what if they fight and they do well? They get third place in the division by losing it by a game. You know, I mean, it it reminds me of like uh, Mr. 3000 where they're fighting for fourth place, right? Like Flint Tropics, like fourth place, right? Like is that at this point, I'd rather just kind of see them stink it up and get a better draft pick like that even matters because that's not going to even matter with this team I mean I don't know I made a joke earlier saying maybe they just suck the rest of the year and then you know we do another rebuild in 2028 is uh in in hindsight again 
So <laughs> hindsight was 2020. 20, I thought, yeah. Right, yeah. Oh, geez. I can't even blame it on a global pandemic. You can't blame it on a nope, not anymore. None of this. Nope. None of this, man. Like you've had so many opportunities to capitalize and to make this team good. And, and they have just been pissed away. Um, I don't know if I'm at a level of, I want to see this team show a pulse like Brian said, or, and definitely not as low as, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I want to see him fucking lose either. No, I don't um, want them to lose. I want them to win the division, but like, we, it's not going to fucking happen. So, I mean, I don't know. I hope it does. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not hanging my hat on it. I'm definitely not thinking that no. somehow they're going to make a miracle season out of this. And That's you know for what? sure. Actually, if they do make the playoffs, it probably would be the worst fucking thing that happens because then nothing will change in the offseason. They'll say, well, Rick Conn's made the playoffs three years in a row, fans. Come on. Right. What are you right. upset about? You know, you make a really valid point right there. If they make the playoffs, there's going to be less call for change. Absolutely. Tony, I almost, almost want to see them fall flat on their face, lose the division, a shitty division by like, seven games at this point like i know that's bad to say but i i would almost rather see that right yeah yeah and when it comes to tickets are you officially out carrie because uh you know we've got multiple people making ticket jokes in the comments and i'm uh i'm not renewing next year yeah um i'll just be splitting with our boy alex rude so um there's no chance yeah. There's no shot. There's no shot. I literally it was fun, not, but literally do not blame you at all. Thought at the beginning of the season, I was like, man, I don't have enough games at 10. Yep. I had, I, I have 10. That's what 40. I did last year. I had 10 and now I got 40. And I'm like, huh, I have too many games. And the guy yeah. that sits behind me stinks. So, Oh, is it, uh, is it this guy right here who told you to, uh, buy your 40 game, uh, plan today? Yes, and it was the guy that took what I made up, which was I hated here. So I made that up, and then he stole it and made it his. Yes, yes, and he's even he's such a nice guy. He's offering you some of his tickets. I know, I know. So I love Brian. Yeah, Brian's a great dude. Um, Jesus, I Welcome. I can't. Jim, I hope I you can't, enjoy. I, I I I can't wrap my head around how bad this team is. All right, well. We're at the half let's hour mark. Let's let's take the next talk, five minutes yeah. to talk about the Detroit series. Um, you're, how many go, games are you going to, Kerry? I'll be there Friday, and I'll be there tomorrow, and I'll be there Saturday, and then um, Beer Garden Dry Gym is taking my tickets on Sunday. Perfect. Perfect. So, yeah, annoy, I please annoy Jim on Sunday. I will. I will. I'm planning on being there all three games. I got a buddy coming in from hometown uh, on Friday. Uh, I got uh, but my old college roommate I'm going with on Saturday. And then Sunday, I uh, I picked up a freebie. Um, so shout out to Roxy, actually. I took her, her oh, one ticket. Nice. I was just like, I, I wanted to get out on Sunday. I just said, hey, forget it. I just want to go to the ball game and, and do whatever the hell I want to do. Because that's Sunday. Um so, yes, I am. Uh, I don't know. I'm excited to take people to the ballpark and interact in the ballpark. Definitely not excited for the product. Mm -mm. Um, I don't even know who's pitching because I know it's not Dylan C. So it's probably Kopech, Gilito, Lynn. 
I'm assuming, right? Yeah, yeah that probably that checks sense. out. That, that, that probably checks out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got the Detroit Tigers coming into town. Um, I When I took notes, it was last night. They were two and eight in their last 10. They are now two and nine in their last 11 after losing to the Cleveland Guardians today, four to three. I, cool. If if this team wants to give me if this team wants to give me some glimmer of hope, which I know they're going to do, like they're going to do exactly what they've been doing, Carrie. I'm going to call it right now. You want my bold prediction? Let's hear it. They're going to right now. I'm right now. I'm like hide the razor blades. This team is going to sweep the Detroit Tigers this weekend. That's exactly what they're going to do. Yeah, I mean they play they they play three lefties, even though they've been pretty shitty against lefties lately. I don't know if you saw that stat too, but they do face three lefties, which is nice. I mean, honestly, they have been worse against lefties in the last month or so than mm-hmm. they have been in the last three plus years. Yep. So, so the Sox can't even, you know, we're facing a lefty today, so we're good. You know, it's literally like, well, means nothing anymore. Means nothing literally, anymore. Literally means nothing. And Brian, I do appreciate <laughs> that you made the uh, the rotation joke here about Baldwin, Soraka, Parquet. Steve, you um, weren't even alive for them. I was actually, I was, I was just, I was a wee lad, but I I was alive. You didn't have to Um, suffer through that. You, you know, the old saying, Jamie Navarro too. What the, the parquet Soraka bring out. Yeah. 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 Bad, 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 uh, (laughs) bad rotation back in the day. Parquet Soraka bring out the vodka. Yeah. So, and then um, you had shitty Keith Folk and Rob, no, not Rob, and uh, Bob Howry. Remember Bob? Do you remember him at all? Oh, Bob Howery out of the uh, bullpen? Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Keith Folk was the man, though. Okay, I like this. If they don't sweep, Steve have to, Steve has to go Charlie Villanueva. And you have to go full. You have to shave your eyebrows and everything. Oh, not the eyebrows. Absolutely <laughs> not the eyebrows. Um, ah, oh, yeah, ha, ha, very funny. Head. Jim said don't shave your head. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, I so agree. I, let, I agree. get my little patchiness back up top of my head. Um, um, let's no, but I, what do you I, think, Carrie? I was just going to say, I, I think your statement could definitely happen. Um, I could see them kind of, you know, reevaluating themselves and going, what the hell did we just do? We got to, like, figure this out. They'll put in a three games where they can actually play to their level of shittiness, beat Detroit. Um, I could see them. They're going to win at least two. Um, they'll probably lose game one. They'll probably lose tomorrow. They always lose the first game, and then they'll win the next two, look okay, um, which would put them what? If they're 500 right now, they go to, so they'll be with, they'd be one game over 500 to which you face Houston, which would then, then I think then we lay, um, lay rest to this team. So Fair that's enough. my prediction. Yeah. So yeah, Houston's yeah. going to be, <laughs> that'll be a lot of fun. Right. Gary. Um, yeah. Bull, Detroit doesn't scare me outside of their bullpen. Um, and, it's Chafin, Jimenez, Lang, Soto. They've all been above league average relievers mm-hmm. this year. Um, yeah. Cough, cough, Rick Hahn. You don't have to spend literally a third of your budget. J- on a Jimmy Lambert's bullpen. literally living proof and sold as Ronaldo fucking Lopez. So, yeah. But we um, needed Joe Kelly over Chuck Peterson. So, yeah, yeah. Go, God, fucking awful. Just awful choices. Seriously. Um, so, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to say this. The White Sox need to score early and often against these bad starters that they're going to face against Detroit. Um they don't even have Tark Scoobel. 
uh, who is on the IL still. Mm-hmm. Um, they will not face a single good starter. Like, uh, I think the best starter they'll face is Brisky if if he hasn't gone in, in the last couple of days. Um, Bo Brisky. Um, and, and he is like an ERA plus of like 90. It's Daniel Norris, Matt Manning, and Tyler Alexander. There you go. Just, just light these dudes up, please. There's zero excuse for them not to destroy those pitchers. Mm-hmm. Especially like, Daniel Norris. <laughs> He's got wow. a 6-9 ERA, and the Sox will score two runs and win 2-0. to zero. Every time I hear Daniel Norris's name, all I can think of is the cat from Harry Potter, Mrs. Norris. I, I, I didn't watch Harry Potter. Not a Harry Potter kid? Uh, no. I watch wow. Adult Swim, Steve. I watch weird things. Wow, so. you're so so edgy, Kiri. I'm so proud of you, man. Sorry. Um, but wow. yeah, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, I, I definitely think they win the series, like you said, and, and and I could see a sweep. So, um, bold, but you know, uh, bold, but I think realistic. So, um, yeah, that's what I think is going to happen with Detroit. Yeah. Well, you know, as a, before I ask you for your final, you know, our final thoughts here, Carrie, um, you know, our guy Spag here said, you know, I said the White Sox could sweep and he said, if they don't sweep, I have to shave everything off. So I'd shave. I'll tell you what, if the White Sox don't sweep, I'm thinking about maybe shaving my entire beard, but I need something good from Spag here. Like I need him to tell me something that he'll do or something that somebody else will do instead. So I'm going to throw that bet on the line. So, um, didn't you like, didn't you, didn't you like rip off your back hair or something like that a few years ago? I did. I I did. In the 108 tournament, shout out to the 108 guys who are going live in about 15 minutes. So make sure you go tune into at from the 108. They have a podcast, uh, every single week. Uh, this is a, a no free ads podcast though. So I can't say any more about them. Um, but yeah, yeah. During the tourney, I definitely did some waxing of back hair. Shout out to Austin Zick for helping me out with that. It was a terrible experience for everybody involved. But Ugh. um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Somebody's willing to to make a bet with me about the White Sox not sweeping this weekend. We'll post it on the page. What. We'll post it on the page and we'll 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 pull it. How about that? There we go. There we go. Perfect. So, Carrie. It's a blast, as always, despite this team just absolutely taking an dump. absolute dumpster dive this mm-hmm. this uh, past week. So hopefully the weekend's more fun. Hopefully we all have a good time at the ballpark this weekend. Uh, I'll miss you on Sunday, though. I'll make sure that I, I come and embrace you on Friday and Saturday. Absolutely. I will see you. And then, uh, yeah, we'll talk on Sunday, and hopefully, we're happy because if this series goes any, if this series goes any other way, like we're saying, I think it's going to be even, even more swearing and radicalness than right now than we had today. I think we're going to just be like, I'm going to be throwing shit. So, no, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. So, thank you for those of you that joined us, especially those of you that joined us live on YouTube. We really appreciate you in the comments and joining us. Uh, we are live on YouTube every single episode that we do. We do two episodes a week. Uh, we're even giving you overtime, so we're hovering around that half hour, forty mm-hmm. minute mark. So, come join us. We appreciate all of you coming in. Have a great night. Go White Sox, even though they drive us crazy. Have a good night. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.